Hey, welcome to the 10th edition of the Global Wrestling Podcast Talk Show. Hey, I'm Jesus, and next to me, the genie, the, the genie. wizard. <laughs> the genie. <laughs> Come on, man. The real encyclopedia of Global Wrestling Podcast. Willow. Well, Willow, how are you today? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. Having a good time. Uh, I can't consider uh, me a genie today because I, I messed up in this predictions at the Rumble. I didn't mess up uh, the surprises, just one of the women's surprise. But but the matches, I, I was off all the way. Only one match I got right. So... I have to get back in track. But I'm good. I'm good. Doing great, man. Well, to tell the truth, it was... Well, I had one, two, three. Well, finally, I hit more than 500. What? Finally, I hit more than 500. You know, 500 is when you do the half of it. And yeah. I had those of the wrestlers that won. I choose That's them. That's good. Well, but to tell the truth, even though I don't like the rumble. I didn't like the event at all. Yeah, let's let's talk about let's go with the with the event as a whole. Um Like I said yesterday in Spanish show, in the Spanish show in the podcast that I, I didn't I didn't like the the event. It was not it was not that that great of an of an event. Um because we were like expecting more. We were like like expecting more of it. Maybe me, I was expecting more of that of that event, especially the rumble match. I don't know. It was not. It was not to the to the standard of a Royal Rumble. You know what, what we are accustomed to see in WWE as the Royal Rumble. I don't. I don't think it was. It was at that standard. It was not that good. I didn't. I didn't. I don't know. I didn't like it that much. How about you? Good evening, good evening Carrasquillo Matatan. Thanks for the support. Always tell the truth. I didn't like Royal Rumble. You didn't like it? For one simple reason. What? Because it was too easy to figure out the winners of each match. That was the only reason I didn't like the Rumble. It was too predictable. Yes. And yeah, another thing. Another thing, Kofi didn't do his stuff, even though he said that this is probably his last rumble. Yeah, it's, we usually. Mm. Yeah, it's a, it's a second time he 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 does not do it right. Yes, this is the the second straight year, but we usually see the rumble. To see what's next, what's gonna copy do next? Another yeah, but thing. It, it was a bot. It was not his fault. Yes. 
Another thing. I'm perfectly. Where were the surprises? Where were the legends? Yes, sir. When he saw no legends, when he saw Hall of Famers on the on both rumbles. We got pure talent or current talent. We had one legend on each rumble. That's it. One legend. And, you and yeah, one legend on each, on each rumble. Yeah. And usually we got three to four legends plus the wrestlers from NXT plus the surprises. There were yep. no surprises. Uh, in the in, let's talk about the the men's Royal Rumble for a second. Uh, they had one legend, and at the same time was a surprise of the night for the men's Royal Rumble. All the all the other superstars were all current wrestlers on the roster. No surprises. Uh, yeah, we had returns, but we knew that was gonna happen. Mm -hmm. But not the that we wanted. Like, one big return should have been Randy Orton, Matt Riddle, uh, Naomi, and let's let's get, uh, let's talk about the men's Royal Rumble. Oh, uh, we got those two. Uh, Matt Cardona, everybody was suspecting him. Who? Everybody was suspecting Matt Cardona. Matt Cardona. Yeah, but the Matt Cardona thing, I think, is going to be a... Uh, a type of uh, storyline with his wife. We gonna talk about it later. Um, but I, I didn't, I didn't like that. We didn't have no surprise. Man. We, we were waiting for that. And I don't, I don't. I'm good that we don't have legends. I'm, I'm good with that. But I don't, I don't like that we didn't have a surprise, like a big one. A big, a big return. No, because the, the biggest return was, was going to be Cody, and they just spell it out. And another thing, we knew it from the start that Cody was going to win the Rumble. Who was the, who's the wrestler that's advertising WrestleMania? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it was, a, it was, a, it was an easy thing. To predict, I didn't. I did. I I would have. I didn't predict um, Cody. I knew it was very highly um, that could happen, but I was rooting more for Logan Paul or for The Rock. And they have no Rock. We did have Logan Paul, and he wasn't the last three. So it was it was good. But I, let me tell you something about. Let me tell you something about Logan Paul. Even though he didn't win the rumble, biggest spot, biggest spot on the night. He stole the spotlight with Ricochet. Yep, biggest spot of the night was the collision of them up high in the air, toe to toe. That, that was that was, the, I think, one of the best spots on the night. That another right thing, another thing that we got to talk is Gunther. Yeah. One hour, 11 minutes, and some seconds. I don't remember. Yes. He broke the record for most minutes in a single rumble. 
Yeah, it was held by uh, Rey Mysterio with 62 minutes. It was an hour and two minutes. He he went there for an hour and 11 minutes. Yes. And he that broke it. It was a long rumble as well. Yes. Well, do, do you think, what do you think of Cody winning the rumble? That it was a good choice or not? It's good for business or not? It's good for business because it's what people want. And when you give what people want, you give the fans what they want. You keep them on your side. Uh, but I don't know, man. I think it, it, it'll be good. But I, I would have gone another way. Have another wrestler. Um win the rumble it would have been I would have done it differently it doesn't matter it was a good choice either way um, we all know he's going to dethrone uh, Roman Reigns for the WWE Championship at Wrestlemania so it, it doesn't matter it doesn't matter and it was an easy prediction as well another thing usually usually WWE do a storyline for the challenger, the Royal Rumble winners, to choose their opponents. They didn't do it this year. Last yeah, night they, on Raw, last night on Raw, Cody challenged, obviously, Roman for one belt, and and uh, Rhea Ripley challenged uh, Charlotte for the Women's Championship. That they didn't do a storyline. Usually, do they do a storyline for both the, champions the is, to be head to head? The to thing is, it's going to be the main event of WrestleMania. They didn't do it this year. They did it, but differently, not the way that we are accustomed to see it. They did it differently. Since Cody Rhodes is back, he's always been talking about being WWE champion, like his father was a champion but couldn't keep the belt because of the type of the match and the disqualification and all that. He's been talking about that championship since his since his return. So they've been building this storyline the other way around. And and the same with Rhea Ripley. The storyline has been built the other way around. They she had that one match as NXT champion with Charlotte. Um also, uh, Rhea just needs that SmackDown Women's Championship to be a Grand Slam Women's Champion. And the only women to be SmackDown, Raw, NXT, uh, WWE Tag Team, Women's Tag Team Champion, and as well as Women's UK Champion, NXT Women's UK Champion. She's going to be the only one real Grand Slam Champion. The only thing that she does not have is the NXT tag team, well, women's tag team, I think. Yes, that's the only belt that she didn't have. Yeah, but all the other belts, she has them. The only one she's missing is that SmackDown title. So now we know why they brought Charlotte Flair back. So, but speaking about the Rumble, the men's, uh, I'm, I'm really pissed off that we didn't see good wrestlers in this match. I said it no. yesterday. We had wrestlers that should not be in the match, 
and we had wrestlers that should have been in the match. For example, I would have I would not put uh Angelo Dawkins in there. You missed that spot with uh, Ray Mysterio's number. There's two already that you could have replaced. Um what else do you have in there? You, you, you didn't have no NXT. No, they had no NXT wrestlers. No NXT wrestler in there. And then you have a big talent in the back, like Dexter Loomis, Bronson Reed, and you, you know didn't who, have him in there. You know who else I would have had on the Rumble? I want to have Chad Gable or Otis. You didn't have them. You didn't. Yeah, but I was talking about this yesterday. You can if you're gonna have tag team members in the rumble, just have one, not two. One. Not just both of them. Like example, so, Angela Dawkins and Monster and Montez Ford. Yeah, you, you should have just put one in there. And you another thing. Yes. Yeah. Tell me. And another thing, did you saw one point of the rumble that most of the powerhouses were all inside a square circle at the same time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you had Gunther, Strowman, Lashley, Brock Lesnar, McIntyre. Yeah, it was it was Sheamus. It was crazy. It was crazy. It was crazy. Yes. I I don't know uh, the producers of this of this match. I didn't I didn't. I think they sucked in this thing. They they didn't do it the right way. I predicted that we're gonna have a Booker T in there solely because the event was in Texas, so we knew that could happen. But we had Booker T, but but if you were gonna have wrestlers, Hall of Famers from Texas, you have JBL, he would have been a good addition inside a score circle. Yeah, but, yeah, but remember. JBL is a storyline with Baron Corbin. Manager of Happy Corbin is true. Yeah, so he can't he can't be in there. But I would have I would have brought him in for him and Corbin. What what else? Be a wrestling and do a storyline with them too. I would have done that. I don't know. I I would have I I would have not uh misused. Uh, Ray Mysterio's number. The best thing to do was to put any other wrestler in that spot, or any other wrestler in Dominic's spot on 18, and put Dominic Mysterio entering at 17 with his father's music. So people were was expecting Ray Mysterio, but you get Dominic with his father's mask. So that would have been better than just not getting in, and then the Next number is is Dominic with with his, with the mask. For me, another, it didn't another thing I would have done, you know, storyline. They beat up Ray Mysterio. All of a sudden, Ray Mysterio comes out. I won't wrestle, but I got a surprise. And then another wrestler should have come in. Anyone, you could have put in Dexter Loomis. You could put in Bronson Reed. You could have put in. Uh, Akira Tosawa, you could put in Dolph Ziggler, you could put in uh, Bobby Roode, you could have put in anyone, man, anyone. You have a lot of wrestlers in there. Shelton Benjamin, Cedric Alexander. You have a lot of, a lot of wrestlers that could have do something in that rumble, in that spot that we didn't have. 
any wrestler from NXT. Any. This year, this year, none. We have zero wrestlers from NXT at the Rumble. At the men's Rumble. We, we have female wrestlers on the Rumble. Yep. And if we're going to talk about surprises, even though in the women's Royal Rumble, they got Michelle McCool, that is a legend. Yeah. They got Nia Jax coming back. And they had yeah, Chelsea. That, that, was, that was a but great. But in the men's Royal Rumble, they didn't do anything. The only wrestler, the only two wrestlers that are not either on Raw or SmackDown, Logan Paul, that is not. That is not, he's not a wrestler. And, and Booker T. T. Yeah. That's it. I don't know. I, I didn't like it. I didn't like the order of the wrestlers. I didn't like the, the surprises. I, I didn't like anything, man. It, it was it was a total mess. A total mess. It was a mess. I would have booked it differently. Uh, either way, you could have uh, Cody winning, but... Uh, I wouldn't first I would have kept him as a as a surprise first. It's a better pop. Um I would have uh used like I said Rey Mysterio's number to bring another wrestler. Uh you have you have been bringing wrestlers signing wrestlers back but the ones that you have you didn't expose them at the Rumble. You know who was going to be a, a big fit Like I said yesterday with the guys in the Spanish show. The thing about the Rumble is that I, I tell this to, to everyone that has a when I when I do um how do you say when I produce my 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 shows when I did produce shows in here in Puerto Rico what I told everyone is that the more important part on the show The first thing the people's gonna see, and the last thing the people's gonna see. So you started the rumble with the big, I think one of the biggest pops you can hear in a rumble, aside of a entrant in that in the Royal Rumble match. Besides that, the biggest I think the biggest pop you can have is the return of Pat McAfee. Yes. And, and after that. You start the room with the room with the men's royal room doesn't make sense. And you don't have no surprises. The event, all the vibes went down. No zero emotions. And another thing. I got Look, bored. Another I got thing. That match. I wanted to get something to eat. I went to the to the bathroom several times. I just <laughs> heard who was it entering and that's it. How in the world you're going to have the Royal Rumble match to be the first match of the night? You can have it. You can have it. Because it, it's, not, it's not bad. If you do it right, it's not bad. Watch this. Let's say you start the Rumble, right? And you started the Rumble with Gunther and Sheamus, right? Yes. One and two. Nice. 
you go those two hitting each other. The first thing you want to do it's bring a big surprise or a big return at number three. Why? Because people stays at that emotion level, that vibe. People stay pumped all during all the match. You know who the bitch. Do you know what else they, they would have done? You know that Gunther's group and Sheamus' group are in a kind of, they got, they're in a few. Another yeah. thing they would have done is bring in at number three either one of their other members. It, it, it's not bad, but it will just be like a War Games and not a Royal Rumble. It would have a feeling of a war games where the people from each team keep coming out. So that's why they didn't do it that way. But picture this. Let's say they those two are hitting each other with everything. All of a sudden, the countdown starts. And when that buzzer hits, it says, the only thing you hear is glorious and you get the glorious Bobby Roode back. You will have another big pop just at the start of the event. I would have done that. Another that thing they would have done, bring a Hall of Famers. You know Hall of Famers? When you, yeah, bring, but, a legend, when you bring a legend, not only here in Puerto Rico, anywhere. Matter of fact, I'm going to give you an example. Yeah, The best shows right now in Japan are the shows where the Great Muda are is wrestling. Remember, Great Muda, is, this is his final year. He's a legend. Yeah. Bring us, bring a Hall of Famer. I understand why they didn't bring Hall of Famers back or le big legends back, because the roster is very uh, full. You have a lot of wrestlers. So, using one spot for a legend I understand that you're not giving that spot to one of your current wrestlers. I understand that. But you can use this uh, passing the torch element with those legends. Like, for example, let's say uh, we're having... Uh, let me see who can I... It was, they were not in the rumble, though, but... Oh, no, you can't have anyone. You can't have anyone to just... I'm going to give you an example. Example. Kevin Nash, a seven-footer. Now, right I'm now, the only seven-footer in WWE yeah. is almost. It's yeah, like passing the torch almost. Yeah, but in that case, it does not make sense because you have MVP. But what I would have done... Instead of Oma's music, I would have hit MVP's music. Tick tock. Tick, tick, tick. Yes. And he comes out, and then Oma says, I got this. And Oma enters. Then there you have something good. Same thing. Uh, let's say uh, who else could have that same thing to, with them? Another example. Chad Gable and um, Kurt Angle. You could use that. Yeah, but remember, they did the storyline where 
uh, Angle was not going with him with the Alpha Academy, and it's understandable. But the same thing with Baron Corbin. Don't hit Baron Corbin's music. He JBL's music. Yes. He comes out all dressed up nicely, and then he says, no, I'm not in. It's going to be him. The new uh, of wrestling is going to be him. So he he's getting in. And and that would have done, would have give us a different pop, a different vibe. Because you hear the music and you expect MVP to be in the in the match. But then Omar gets in. And then you hear JBL's music. You expect him to be in the match. But then Baron Corbin gets in. So you have that different element to it. Another thing, another Did it? I, have, I don't know. It was I not good. It was not good. Wrestlers. I want to have tag team wrestlers in, at the Rumble. I want to have Alpha Academy or the Street Trumpets. I want to have four single wrestlers. I want to give them those spots to single wrestlers. That's what I'm saying. You have single wrestlers that are, are going to fight for that spot. But if you put in tag teams in there, the only thing you're doing is putting in people's mind that that tag team may be not be a tag team for long. Street profit. A lot of people are talking about that of the street profits. Yeah, maybe they maybe they won't be tag team for long. And I understand. But now we do have them for long because uh, Rhea Ripley is just uh, going for, for Charlotte Flair, not for Bianca. So they're not getting Street Profit needs another thing to do. Let's see who's who's gonna challenge um Bianca at, at WrestleMania because we have the elimination elimination chamber match to determine the the number one contender for the match. So it's gonna be a good match as well. But I, I don't know, man. The Mantua Rumble wasn't there. I think anything about it. Anything, anything, anything about it. Let's, let's see. What, what do you think about the women's Royal Rumble? The same as the men. You didn't like it? It was easy to figure out the winner. Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, that, that it's, I understand that part, but what about the match? You like the, the match? The only thing, the only thing, I like was I like a couple of things from the women's Royal Rumble. Like example, Rhea Ripley entering number one and winning it. Crazy. The first female to do it. Crazy. That was crazy. With that, the same thing that you said about the men. With that, Rhea Ripley have to push up her life. Another thing. Having Leif Morgan entering number two. All the way to the end. That was another good pop. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was good. Because You're giving her the push. The push everybody expect Leif Morgan at any point to have a big push. Yeah. Everybody's expecting it. But we gotta still we gotta wait for it. Another thing. You had wrestlers like Emma coming back. Yep. Um, 
Roxanne Perez from NXT. The women's champion. NXT yeah. women's champion. The only thing did I didn't not, like about that, it was that, is that she entered without the championship. Yes, she entered without the belt. Another they got you got Zoe Stark from NXT. I, I predicted yeah. Zoe Stark. I said she was going to be there. He's a great one. He's good. Yes. He's, he's one of the best in NXT right now. He's a great you wrestler. Had, you had Chelsea Green that you that you said that she was gonna be at the Rumble. Yeah, I didn't say it fun. in the podcast last on the prediction podcast. I didn't say it, but during the week, I remember I texted you guys in the in the in our chat and I said, "Watch out for Chelsea Green." We all were expecting his her husband her husband Matt Cardona to to go back, but we nobody saw her coming back. And I said, "Wait, maybe we don't have Cardona, but we we're going to have Chelsea Green back," and we did. Yes, and it was good. Another thing that I like. Yeah, what else? The big strong woman Raquel Rodriguez, she got eliminated by the winner. I like that thing also. I like that moment also. Another moment that I like was when Michelle McCool. She was at front row. She yeah, was in ring with her kids. Another the sudden she rubbed the garden rail. And she entered the Rumble. Yeah. It was a good pop. It was good, yeah. And the last entrance, Nia Jax. The only thing I didn't like about that entrance was that they botched the countdown. That hurt. Because nobody was expecting anything because there was, there was no countdown. So when the music hits, you don't have the pop that you really want because nobody was paying attention to it. They just heard the music and then say, wait, it's Naya. But if you, you can see every time the, the countdown came in, everyone just stood up and watched the Titan turn. Nobody wanted to see anything in the ring. They just wanted to see who was coming next. That was the same thing that happened to me when I was watching it. All of a sudden, I'm like, what the hell? Number 30, and you didn't have the counter all of a sudden, only her music. That's it, yeah. And then you saw the music, then the countdown pop, popped up again, and then just they just took it out because they botched it. But it's, it's not bad, but for being the last one, come on, man, you could have watched any other wrestler, but the last one that, that that's supposed to be easy, man. Piece of cake, second rumble match in the night, piece of cake. You, you should know how to do it. Another thing that I liked was finally Piper Niven got her name back. The best of the women's Royal Rumble was getting Piper Niven back. Just that, I think that was the best drop, thing that we had. Piper Niven. That was that was great. We got Piper Niven back and. What can you tell me about Oscar? Oh my God. When I saw that paint in the face of Oscar, I said, wait a minute. This is going to be big. We got the heel Oscar now. 
We 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 never seen the the heel Ascot in WWE. Nope. We have seen it around the world, but not in WWE. When I saw her with her pain thing, I traveled myself to Japan. Yeah, when I saw the mask, I, I said, wait. Asuka. I saw Kana. Yeah, when I saw the mask, I said, wait. This this is, th there's something in here. Because that mask, the, the tiger mask, I said, wait. This is something different to, tonight. Let, let's see, but this is going to be different. When I saw that paint face, I said, whoa, watch out for her. At that moment, when I saw that paint, I said, okay. Maybe she's going to win. No, it was too predictable. Yeah, but I, I doubt it at that moment because I'm telling you, it is people that watch wrestling around the world maybe could have said the same thing at that moment. When they saw that face paint, they said, wait, this, is, this could be it. This could be it. But I... In a whole, I like it a lot. It was a great match. I love the Women's Royal Rumble. Um, we got a new record on the Royal on the Women's Royal Rumble. Yep. With Ripley establishing a new record, an hour, a minute, and eight seconds. But not just Rio Ripley. Liv yes. Morgan. Liv Morgan also. Have the record. They both yes, have the record. Yes, because they were the first two. Inside a score circle, and yep. they were the final two. Yeah, they both did. In the men's Royal Rumble, we only had uh, one person that was Rey Mysterio that lasted 62 minutes. Now we had Gunther at one hour, 11 minutes, and I think it's 32 seconds. Mm. And holds that record in, in the men's. Uh, Gunther had one hour, 11 minutes, and 40 seconds. And 40 seconds. So smashing, but, not breaking, smashing Ray Mysterious record. Yeah. But it's, that's the thing is, yeah, the thing is, that's the that is he's on the record by his by alone, alone. Not like yes. Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan. They both have the record because they entered both one, Just one and two. two. So they're they have to to share that record. Of the time limit, of the time uh, in the match, but, but like me, you say yesterday, it was, a, it was a great match. Like you said yesterday, Gunther had the push of his life on Saturday. Even though he didn't win, but by doing that record, he had the push of his life. Yeah, it was. Good. I don't see him losing. The IC title in a long time. No, and even though uh, in a WWE exclusive, we saw uh, Cody Rhodes said, "I will never want to be in a ring with Gunther again. I don't want to fight him by any means. I don't want to fight him never again." It's not because he's not a good wrestler. Is because he's tough as hell. Only big guys can go the distance with him. Brock Lesnar, McIntyre, mm -hmm. uh, those guys. 
can go toe to toe with Gunther. He's an ox. Yeah, and Let's and go. and we had uh, matches with uh, Ricochet that were good or great matches, and he had toe to toe with them. But like physically, he's a beast. What's the next one? The next one. Well, let's do the match. Every one of the matches that everybody's talking about the Mountain Dew pitch black match. Bray Wyatt defeated Ailing Knight in a match that lasted five minutes and five seconds. It was the shortest match of the night, but remember. It's a new concept. Nobody knew what was this match. The only one that knew, the only one, and I got to say it. I got to give credit where credit is due. The only one that said, well, it's going to be a match that the lights are going to be off and there's going to be little lightning and stuff. It's my colleague. The, that's why I call you the real encyclopedia. <laughs> Oh man, it was because you said it, it's a drink. The pitch black is a drink from Mountain Dew. Yes, and they just named the match after the drink, and they did something different in the match. It was a great match, even though it was short as hell. It was a great match, and we we know that it was short because of the men's Royal Rumble it took too long. I yes. That's the men's really rumble too. One hour and minutes. Yeah, it's it it took it took ten minutes more than it should have been because they were not supposed to beat uh Raymond Taylor's record. No, or he did it. It should have been by by a little. They took ten minutes out of the of. Or Bray Wyatt's match. Easily. Easy. But it was it was great. The the lightning was great. The painting on Bray Wyatt's face and arms was awesome. The fact that he used a mask at the end of the match, it was great. LA Knight giving him a candlestick smashing candlesticks at him and he just keep walking forward like he was Jason just walking forward bah, getting hit and hit and hit and just walking forward it was, it was, it was you great. know what I like about this match story. what I thought one of the white six was going to come out they were all there but they were all there at the end yes at the end, but none of them entered the, the ring. No, it I, was a it was a it was a good one on one match. The only thing that people I I know I'm for sure I'm very certain. I'm very very certain that people didn't see that we had every single Firefly Funhouse character during Bray Wyatt's entrance. You saw them? Yes. You saw them? Because no. you got to go back and watch 
Ray Wyatt's entrance. We had every Firefly Funhouse character during the entrance. We had the pig, we had the butcher, we had Sister Abigail. We had them all in there. But they didn't do nothing with them. Yeah. What's the point? What's the, the point? The point you're, is you're, you're creative. I want to talk to Winner the Creator. What's the point of having all the Firefly Funhouse characters coming out without doing nothing? Okay, this is where the this is where where it's going. You know that the storyline here is that Uncle Howdy is trying to bring back the bad on Bray Wyatt, the fiend Bray Wyatt, the evil Bray Wyatt, right? And we know that the only way we can see that evil Bray Wyatt, that fiend. Bray Wyatt was when he had the Firefly Funhouse. Okay? So... Yes, I kill all of them, yes. Okay. So, the only way Uncle Howard can get into Bray Wyatt's head to be the bad Wyatt that he wants him to be just doing that, messing with his mind. Bitch Black Match, Characters during the entrance, he just with the lantern, and you just can see them just he walking by them. You can see them, you just walking by them. That that is just like a psychological thing going into the Bray Wyatt character. It's like he's going like he's transitioning from the good Wyatt to the fiend, right? And it happened, he he entered the match. As Bray Wyatt, the only thing we saw was the uh, eyes were black. That was the only thing we saw. After the light go out, we have this neon light back, and then you have all the painting come out. But creatively, I think it, this is just a psychological thing to the character, so people can like get into it. Because at the end, you saw they were in that that um, stage area that were and we saw all the characters at the top after Uncle Howdy just drew drop an elbow at LA Knight. It's like the good wire has to see that me, Uncle Howdy, and all the Firefly Funhouse characters, what are we willing to do for the bad Bray Wyatt, for the fiend Bray Wyatt. Not for the good one, because the good one got a sister Abigail from Uncle Howdy. The mm -hmm. bad got an assist from Uncle Howdy and hit an elbow to LA Knight. I don't know if you understand now what, what, what I think is going on here. All this ecological thing. And, and remember, this, this Bray Wyatt, it's a big brain and all this is his doing and when you have a producer of your matches like a bit that is the same mindset because the characters were similar in one way not in everything but in one way that sadistic characters 
like Abyss did, you got that guy producing your matches? Man, you, you have everything to have a big thing going in all different levels. Psychological level, physical level, everything. You have everything going on with this storyline. Another thing. All the matches you were you remember you were talking about just last night on the Spanish version of our show. All the matches had more than two producers, except this, this one had only one, and it only lasted five minutes, and it was great. Yes, that's crazy. That's really really crazy, but. All in all, it, it was it was a great match. Well, let's go to the next one. What else do we got? Bianca Belair retaining her WWE Raw Women's Championship after beating Alexa Bliss in a match that lasts seven minutes and thirty-five seconds. What are your thoughts of this match, Willow? I'm disappointed. What? Worst match of the night. And it does not go into my head. My big, thick, bald head. It does not go in. How you can... Sorry for the word. How you can fuck up this match. You're having Bianca Belair, Raw Women's Champion since WrestleMania 2022, all the way till now, right? That we Even put she her. Lost it. She lost it. Wait. She lost the belt once. A couple months and back. It doesn't matter. What I'm telling you is. That yeah. she's been in the spotlight since Wrestle. Yeah. She's been in the spotlight since last year's Royal Rumble. Yeah, yes, that she won it. Yes, that she won it. That's what I'm saying. She's okay. been in the spotlight so, since last so year's Royal Rumble. You've been in the spotlight for a whole year. You had the Raw Women's Championship two times in that year. Still the champion. And the most of the wrestling world, you were considered the best women wrestler of 2022. Yes. You have a match with one of the best women wrestler that there is on Alexa Bliss. And the producers made this shitty match. I know... Um how in the world are you going to do a match of Alexa Bliss now that she's on the storyline with Uncle Howdy and Bray White? I in a championship match that only lasted seven and a half minutes. Okay. The only thing I think that would have made made this match worth it would have been lights go off 
Let's go back on. We don't have a rep. We have Uncle Howdy. Bianca just got paired and drops. But to the mat. Surprised. Uncle Howdy's in there. All of a sudden, Alexa Bliss gets in the way and Uncle Howdy hits Alexa Bliss with a six-year-old like he did to Bray Wyatt. You're not in yeah. control. It's me. You have another person in you that's in control, not you. Sister Abigail, boom. Bianca Belair wins. Lights go off, back on. No howdy, only the ref. Waiting. Bianca surprised. The ref is surprised. Bliss on the floor. One, two, three. Let's get going. That would have saved this match. And then it would have a pop to the fence. Yes. And that's what always that's what we've been talking on the chat since Saturday. It was not even interesting, man. Broke, it was not an interesting record, Even though they broke the record for most money in a single Royal it Rumble. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because an event takes you to another event. Yes, sir. As a fan, as a fan me as a fan. What I'm, what I'm thinking is, if they did this with Alexa Bliss and Bianca Blair, how in the world I'm going to follow them to, to the elimination chamber? I'm going to tell you what's going to happen now. At elimination chamber, Alexa's winning, and then she's getting the title at WrestleMania, joining Bray Wyatt. So. Makes sense now that she lost. I would have put her to loss a different way, but she is okay that she lost. I had her winning, but she lost. Okay. When I saw the end, that no. Uncle Howdy and all the video and all that thing going on, that you're not in control, who's in control, da da da. Good. I understand why they did it. They want her to be the champion just when she's in the Wyatt family back or the Wyatt six or whatever you want to call them now. So I understand that, but it was a bad match because I, I don't know what the hell happened in there. They're good wrestlers. I don't know how much of the producers are touching in that um, match per se, because me as a producer, I can tell you the spots that I want. And you have to do them because it's your job. You're my employee. So I have to I give you an order, you you follow it. But if you only have seven minutes and you give them five, six, seven spots, that's a match. That's a that's a whole match. You don't have time to develop the match. Another thing. What's next? We know what's next for Alexa, even though. Alexis is going to become, at one point or another, she's going to become Sister Abigail. Yep. The thing is, what's next for Bianca? What I think that what's going, that what's happening now is what I'm telling you. Alexa Bliss will be at the Elimination Chamber. She will win the Elimination Chamber. She will go. She will go to face Bianca Belair at WrestleMania, and we all know 
maybe Bianca will have a, a title match at the Elimination Chamber. Maybe not. I don't think she'll have one. Because we're having a Roman Reigns versus Sami Zayn match. So I don't I don't I don't think Bianca's having a match at the chamber. And it will have the storyline going from the chamber to WrestleMania for her. With her and Alexa. That's what yeah. you're trying to say. It, it, it's going to be a rematch at WrestleMania. But bringing back just as the Alexa Bliss from the Wyatts. And you're going to bring Sister Abigail. Yeah, that character the, back. The yeah, the one with the doll and the ponytails and all that thing. That's the Alexa that we need, that we, we know is going to come back. She's the one that's going, she's transitioning until Chamber. She's transitioning to that character. At the Chamber, she enters as that character. She wins the Chamber and goes to WrestleMania as that character. You know what I'm thinking? Remember that the Wyatt Six, they got a witch. They got Sister Abigail. And they got a witch. Will you bring the witch to help Alexa to win the belt? And then you'll have another character from the White Six coming out or not? What would you do as a producer? It's not a bad idea, but we don't have no one that can do the witch right now. The only one that could have that character was Liv Morgan. We know she's going another direction. They're they're pointing her to another direction. But they could bring another wrestler from outside because at one point they were saying that when you, they were talking Sister Abigail, they were talking about well, not Paige because Paige is on AEW, but yeah. they were talking about Santana Garrett. Yeah, the other one I, I heard about was uh Selena Vega. Also, because of her husband and the House of Black and all that thing, she she can be that uh, dark character as well. Um, but maybe the only one I can see uh, doing uh, that, a witch character, the only one I can picture doing that is uh, the Rock's daughter. From schism, yes. Betray schism and goes up to to the Wyatt as a as the as a witch, and it make and would and it can make sense. sense. Yes. Yeah, because she she's like developed that dark character with schism, and as well, we can have her develop her wrestling skills even more without wrestling in the main roster. She only has to be the witch. That's it. No wrestling. Only the witch. Yes. Yes. Keep helping her and she's only the witch. That That's the only one I can see doing that because the names that are coming back, no, none of those. No one. No one. I don't, I don't see anyone else doing that in there. Well, let's go to the main event. The match that everybody's talking about. 
since Saturday. Roman Reigns, alongside with Paul Heyman and Sami Zayn, of all people, <laughs> retain the WWE Undisputed Universal Championship after defeating Kevin Owens in yep. a match that lasted 19 minutes and 15 seconds. But, but, the real action and the thing that everybody's talking about happened after those 19 minutes that lasted the match. First of all, let's talk about the KO head of the table Universal Championship match. Let's talk about that match first. How do you saw the match? How do you saw the tribal chief? Remember, he's been a champion for two years already. Yep. It was a it was it was one hell of a match. Cause it was well produced, it was well written, it was well performed. It had every in every aspect of the match, everyone did their uh, it was great. I love that match. All the, the emotions going through that match. I, I talked about it yesterday. Um, like they did, they had the match going from little to more, and how the emotions of everyone started to climb during the match. Everything that happened during the match just made everyone else angrier towards Roman Reigns. And that's what you want. If you if you want if you have the face of the company as your undisputed champion and he's a heel, the only thing you're targeting is that every single soul in the building hates your champion, your heel. That's what you want. And they accomplished that because of what happened since the beginning of the match until the end of the storyline. Until the end of the match. The match was awesome. I love the match. I love it. Uh, I I talked about it yesterday when uh, Roman hit uh, Owens, Owens to the steps. We had a big pop in there, but people didn't bought it as they wanted. Kevin Owens knew that. He understood that at the moment. And he asked Roman Reigns to do it again. He did it again. And he did and 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 he did. What I like about this match the most is that Kevin Owens was the one driving the match. Kevin Owens was the one driving the match. Yes. Not Roman Reigns. And why and people may ask, why is that? Simple. When you have all of that attention on your guy, you can't have him being preoccupied of how the match is going. You need to take that out of his head. 
so we can perform and fulfill the character the right way. It's a lot of pressure. And when you know what's going to happen and you're in there performing and you want that to happen the way you want it, if it was, if, if it was Roman, the one that was uh, driving the match, we only would have uh, Kevin Owens one time through to the to the steps, not two times. But that what that what did was that people hated more Roman Reigns. So it was a great match, very very well booked. I I liked it a lot. It was it was. It was awesome. I, I, I love that match. Uh, props to both of them. Kevin Owens did a great job. Roman did a great job. Although our colleague in the Spanish version uh, doesn't like Roman, he he had to accept that it was a great match. So the truth, not only them two did, the, did a great job, all the wrestlers involved the bloodline as well. All of them. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now let's talk about what happened at the end of the match. Let me see. I have the... Let me look for the picture. I have it somewhere. There it is. Okay. What happened at the end of the match is that people... Wanted the bloodline okay. to turn on something. But people was Sammy saying doing bad to the bloodline. The thing is, if you if you're watching this storyline since the beginning, since the creation of the bloodline, since the creation of main event Jay Uso, the way that he had to enter the bloodline faction was the first one in, but he was not because he wanted to be in it. He lost a match and he has to do what the tribal chief said he has to do, right? Now, the thing around this is Sami Zayn stops Roman from hitting uh, Kevin Owens after the beatdown they, they gave him from hitting him with the chair. And Sami says, it's enough. We already won. We have the belts. We have everything. He's done. He's no more a problem. We can go. And Roman didn't like that. He wanted Sammy to hit him with the chair. Remember, if you if you see the storyline since day one, since day one, Paul Heyman was under the skin of Roman Reigns saying that Kevin Owens and Sammy Zayn, like their best friends in real life. They were working together. Yeah, but they they ended this the story from uh, about Sammy being the honorary 
they did it the right way because when you want to tear up tear apart the faction the bloodline you have to do it the right way and what's the right way to have roman reigns understand that most of them are in there most of them are in the faction because of fear and not because they want to so what i'm saying is Jey Uso was the only one that did not hit Sami Zayn. Right? Now when you put everything together, you have Jey Uso that from the beginning of the story, he didn't want to be with Roman. And when they beat up people, Jey didn't want to beat up anyone because they were already down. They, he, he know that he didn't like to do that. Now at the end, we see Sammy at the same exact position as Jay Uso at the beginning of the storyline. That's why Jay Uso just leaves and does nothing to Sammy thing, right? So now it's something that's gonna implode because Jimmy twins with Jay, so he will go with Jay, not with Roman. And people will say, no, blood is thicker than water. Yeah. They're twins. All of them are blood. They're all related. So why yeah, you say that blood is thicker than water? But what I'm saying is that if you have to, if Jimmy has to choose, he's still choosing Jay. He's not choosing Roman. It's of course, that's his twin brother. Another okay. thing, what Man. about Solo? Who's he's going to choose? Solo said, this is very important. After the Royal Rumble, J.U. I'm out with a drop of blood. He said, I'm out. Yes. Then we saw a tweet from Zolo Zikoa that said, loyalty with the same drop of blood referring to the bloodline. So, Solo Sico said loyalty to the bloodline, but not to Roman. So what you're trying to say is that the brothers are going to be together. I think so. The bloodline, okay. I think the bloodline is going to keep going without Roman. So what you try, what's next for Sami Zayn? I don't know, man. I would, I would, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's difficult because Sammy's going to face Roman for the Universal Championship at Elimination. That's for sure. Yes. Uh, but I don't think he'll win it. So Me there, we have to see then what happens. At this point, I don't know. At this point, I don't know what they're doing with Sammy. I don't think they're going with the with the story where they be attacking champions. I don't think that's gonna happen because Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens, maybe he's his friend, but he told him for a long time, and he saw that he he betrayed the bloodline, not the other way around, as Kevin Owens said. 
But remember, he betrayed the bloodline, protecting Sammy Zayn. I'm sorry, protecting Kevin Owens. No, that's a that's a that's the part that people don't understand. He didn't betray the bloodline, protecting Kevin Owens. He betrayed the bloodline, protecting his principles, his moral. Not okay. Kevin. Not Kevin, his principles, his moral. He saw that he had to do a lot of shitty thing, things for the bloodline. And at that moment, the only thing he saw was that Roman Reigns didn't appreciate him and what he had done with the bloodline. So he hit Roman with a chair, but he does not attack anyone else. He drops the chair and says to the bloodline, I'm sorry. Another thing. Have you seen that a long time ago? Another wrestler hitting Roman the same way with a steel chair on the back? That Rollins. Yep. Now we have the architect breaking the shield and the master strategist breaking the bloodline. The only thing I that think... Was the things, that was one of the things that... That was one of the things that um, Roman said, you destroy my family. Because that was what Roman said to Sammy, you destroy my family. Oh, no, man. I, I think I, I'm, I don't know what's going to happen, but I, I would literally love see Sammy saying being the head of the table. Change the name, I don't care. No more bloodline. But Sammy being the leader of that group, that is going to be crazy as hell. Remember, Roman Reigns have been in the spotlight for two years. Too long. He needs to Too long. Last wrestler that held the belt for a year. We were talking about it yesterday. Um, that he won it in one WrestleMania and he lost it in the, at, at the other WrestleMania. Um, we haven't seen that since Hulk Hogan. That he was a champion for, I guess, two years, three years that he won the belt. Yeah, three or four years. Yeah, for like four years. But we we had we'd had uh, a champion for one year. We had AJ AJ Styles like for a year as a champion. We had another one, but I forgot the name of it. Yeah, but we had we we we'd had we've had one year, one year, two months, fourteen months, sixteen months champions. But not but, but it's been for two years already as a champion. It's been too too long. We and haven't seen that. Since the years of Hulk Hogan. Yep. Way back in 1980s. Way back in 1970s. Like um, Morales. Um, who's the other one? San Martino. Uh, Bob Backley. It's, it's crazy. It's a long time. But I don't know, man. It, it's it's going to be a crazy, crazy road to WrestleMania right now. Because what, what I'm loving about WWE right now is that 
maybe the Royal Rumble was predictable, but the storylines are not. That's true. We cannot we can predict who wins in any type of match, but the storylines and where they're going, it's crazy. We saw yesterday at Raw, Monday Night Raw. What the hell does Judgment Day has to do with Cody Rhodes? That's a good question. Freaking sense. So that's what I'm saying. It's really, really tough for me to figure out these storylines. It's very difficult for me right now. We got to wait to see because the road to WrestleMania just started on Saturday. Yeah, it has just begun. Let's see what happens. What what grade do you give the Royal Rumble in a whole? That was like it was too predictable. I wouldn't get, I'm going to give WWE Royal Rumble a C minus. What's your grade? I don't know, man. It's pretty. It's pretty damn low for them for this one. We've had, we've had bad rumbles before, but this one. We were sitting on our couches for four hours. For this, I'm going to say the same, like I said in Spanish. With this, for this shitty of event. Because I didn't like it. I'm going to give them a C. Because I want, I'm a nice man. I'm not meant in Spanish. I'm... Um, um... I'm going. I'm going with the D, man. It was. It was not good. I don't know if it's the predict the they were predictable or it was. It was too predictable. It was it's, too easy. It's like a. It's and like we sat. We sat. We sat four hours just to have a deja vu. Yes. Because we knew yes. what was happen all the time. Was nothing surprised about anything. Even the surprises of the women were good, but we knew already something that we can only, say, whoa, that was awesome. The only surprise that I could say that it was a surprise. Well, it's Naya, um Naya and Undertaker's wife. That's no, it. No, man, because I don't I don't I don't I don't have her as a as a surprise like for people. Because she was all the time tweeting that she wanted to be in the Rumble, but they, she does not got an invite. And all of a sudden, in the women's Rumble match, she is sitting ringside. It was obvious she was going to be in it. It was obvious. But Nia Jax? That, people, that everyone knew that nobody wants to wrestle with her because she's a bad wrestler. Da, da, da. She came back. And the and biggest thing... That she 
a big push because she got right she there, got hell of a push right there with how many residents eliminated her eight eleven eleven they she proved needed eleven right women to eliminate Nia Jax with that they're saying she's a force reckoned with yep the and Gunther's and what, and what they did with Gunther, I love it. Because I gotta say, I love I don't I didn't like it. I love it. Yeah, but we can we can point out like three things or four that were good. Like we had the the Gunther thing with the time, the Nia Jax return, the Logan Paul and Ricochet oh, yes. and the Bray Wyatt and LA, LA Knight match. After that. Good storyline. We knew what was going to happen. That's it. Nothing, nothing big. Nothing big. I'm sorry, but nothing big. I think that that at Raw, the 30 year, uh, 30 anniversary of Raw, that was better show than the Rumble. Well, only the first hour. It doesn't matter. We didn't have a first good hour for the Rumble. We had four um, seniors. So well, matter. well, even though we're talking about eight WWE, we're gonna say we're gonna contract congratulate David Guevara, part of the one half of the WWC World Tag Team Champions, right here in Puerto Rico. He made his debut last night at AEW Dark, and everybody right here in Puerto Rico is talking about it. Nice. Well, Nevada, good for him. Good for you. And I hope that's not the only time we see you in AW Dark or AW Dark Elevation. I hope we see you in AW Dynamite. Uh, I don't have I don't have the pictures right now, but we have a, a Sami Zayn. Instagram photo, and he's a uh, it's a trash can with all the uh, all the photos he has with the bloodline, photos of him being a news and all that. He's putting them all on, on the trash. Even a chair that has a bloodline in it, he threw it away. So, so, uh... So now he ain't a member of the of the bloodline. I wonder what the hell it's going to happen. I don't know. But this story. It's good it's good for the night. It was a cheat event. Nothing else to say about it. I'm out. I'll see you next week on Tuesday at Global Wrestling Podcast Talk Show. Episode 11, right? 11? Yeah, episode That's 11. 11. Uh, and I will see you on Monday at the podcast de tres in Spanish, the Spanish show. I'll see you there on Monday. The 13th. People, it's Monday at, at 8 p.m. and Tuesday at 7 p.m. Puerto Rico or Eastern time. Puerto Rico time. Uh, 
Eastern time at 6 p.m. on Tuesdays and 7 p.m. on Mondays. Another another news from Puerto Rico, Black Rose, La Rosa Negra, she was also in AEW Dark. And for the ones that talk Spanish, this Thursday, this Thursday, even though yesterday um, he had, they gave him uh, Imodium, Pepto-Bismol, um, Pampers, Chops, and all that kind of stuff. Let's see. Let's see. Jay Montalvo, I'm going to tell you, charge your damn phone because you made me wait for an hour for a new thing. We'll see you this Thursday in Spanish to see if Jay Montalvo is going to come to Sin Censura with who else? With Jesus. So, for the intelligent one right there, Next to me, Willow. This is Jesus. Intelligent with glasses now. Touch. Most of the people that are intelligent, they use glasses. Yeah, take yours off. <laughs> you're my man. You're my man. That's well, good. but you gotta Just say go. that to Mafia. You gotta say that to Mafia and to Mente also. Yeah, I know. I know. They can take them off as well. But they have them because they okay. can't see. I can't see neither, so. Okay. That's the purpose of it. That's why I got them. <laughs> well, well, I'll see you this Thursday. We'll see you on Monday and Tuesdays with another edition of Global Wrestling Podcast. The Tres Global Wrestling Podcast talk show. And remember, this Thursday, Sin Censura with me. We'll see you next week. Sayonara. Sweet.